0: Welcome to another edition of According to the Scriptures. The Bible tells us first and foremost that men are saved when they obey the gospel. Paul tells the church at Rome in Romans chapter 1, verse number 16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to all those who believe, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And therefore, he continues that that line when he talks to the church at Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. He tells them, he says, I delivered the gospel unto you. And in verse 2, he says, you're saved by it. But notice what he says in the next couple of verses. He says how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried, that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. That's why everything that is said on this program will always be according to the scriptures. My name is Mike Crosby. I'm the minister of the South Garland Church of Christ located in Garland, Texas. And again, I am joined by a very capable minister. We're blessed to have Brother David McIlwain, the very fine minister of the downtown Church of Christ located in Cedar Hill, Texas. David, as always, it's great to have you here with us.
1: Mike, it's always a pleasure to be on the program. It's always a thrill to be able to sit down and simply open up the scriptures. Look at what they have to say about any given topic and know that God has the answer for
0: us. Amen. And see, the sure sign of being spiritually mature and spiritually aware and spiritually grounded is knowing that everything that you're saying, doing, and teaching is according to the scriptures. And so that's where our program is going to come from today. We're going to take a look at some sure marks of spiritual maturity. Some sure marks of spiritual maturity. The Bible tells us in 2 Peter chapter 3, in the verses 18, he says, But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Notice, uh, the Bible tells us that we have to grow. It's not a recommendation. It's not a suggestion. He is, a, he is commanding us to grow. And you know the, the sad thing about it, David? Uh, without a doubt, one of the biggest problems we have in the church today is is the lack of spiritual maturity, the lack of growth. You know, uh, we get ourselves in all kinds of problems because we make immature decisions. But if you make an immature decision when it comes to your soul, that could be an eternal problem that will never be corrected once you leave this life. And it's so important that Paul actually chastises the church at Corinth. Notice what he says in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 2 and 3. He says, I have fed you with milk and not with meat, for hitherto ye were not able to bear it. Neither yet are ye now able, for ye are yet carnal, for whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal, and walk as men? Anywhere, David, that we find folks are arguing, or they're jealous of one another. They've got little sex going on among the body. That's a sure sign of spiritual immaturity, and there's a sure sign that there are folks there who still need milk because they're not ready for meat. So, when we take a look at some sure marks of spiritual immaturity, first off, let's see what spiritual maturity is not. David, uh, let's go ahead and kick us off. Give us, give us some things that. Give us one way that uh, we can identify spiritual maturity for what it's not. No, I got to back up a little. Bit. Okay, back back it up. Back, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, i got to, you know. Yep, uh, yeah. Peter Peter
1: is a <laughs> tremendous uh, Second Peter is a tremendous epistle to read through. Absolutely. I believe Peter is writing towards the end of his uh, his life. Yes, sir. And I believe, as Peter writes, he's writing out a personal experience of some things that he has learned along the way. Amen. And part of that is that fact of growing in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That that learning to trust God, mm-hmm. to take Him at His word, is what is going to enable us to grow in maturity. Because, as I mentioned in First Corinthians three, as you mentioned, verses two and three. Uh, still being Cardinals, still being childrens, uh, not being able to have the meat because they're still babes. Mm-hmm. I remind, I'm reminded of the fact that Paul or Peter or the others are writing to Christians who some of those who had actually seen the physical Lord on this earth, mm-hmm. or those who had walked with the apostles, and yet they still did not fully grasp. All that is involved. There's a challenge for us. Amen. Uh, spiritual maturity is not a matter of age.
0: Amen. I wish
1: it was, but it's <laughs> not. Uh, yes, sir. You know, sometimes I say, "No, I, I'm not worried about my second childhood. I have not grown out of the first one." Uh, that Jesus grew, and we know from Luke two fifty-two, increased in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. Yes, sir. Uh, but. This simply because one gets older does not mean he's grown spiritually. Right. Uh, Sometimes it's along the lines that physically we reach an age where we go through this beautiful time of life that we call adolescence. Mm -hmm. That, you know, it's just a horrible period of time to go through. Everything's awkward. Everything we do is wrong. The same thing is true spiritually. The only difference is physically you will get through adolescence into adulthood spiritually we can stop the process Amen. Uh, because it gets hard or difficult so many people will just back off and say I'm not going to do it whereas if they would work through the problem get through the envy and the strife, the divisions they get the maturity that they are looking for mm-hmm. but it only comes by activity and it comes by growth and that's what the Hebrew writer says in Hebrews 4, down to the
0: latter end of it, chapter 5, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm close over there. Let me see what... And, and while you're turning there, I have to agree with you. Spirituality, spiritual maturity is not according to age. Um, there, there's a worldly adage that says there is no fool like an old fool. Mm-hmm. And, and so the Bible tells us Solomon wrote in, in Proverbs 28 26 he says he that trusteth in his own heart is a fool and that goes back to your point when when things get rough spiritually speaking folks just give up and say okay well as long as I think my heart is right then that's going to be fine and that's somebody trusting in their own heart which the Bible says is a fool. Go ahead. Okay know. we're in Hebrews
1: chapter 5 mm-hmm. and we're down to verse 12 and follow it yes, yes sir. sir. For though by this time you ought to be teachers mm-hmm. You need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. Mm-hmm. And you have come of need milk and not solid food. Mm-hmm. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness for he is a babe. Mm-hmm. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age. That is those, and again here's the difference between the age and not just the physical age. That is those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Mm-hmm. To have maturity, you have to have experience. You have to actually do things. It works in the physical life, mm-hmm. every aspect of our physical life. We do not know how to do everything perfectly or correctly the first time out, it's trial and error, mm-hmm. and we learn as we go along. Uh, and spiritually, it's the same thing. Uh, again, sometimes we quit. And sometimes we stop when the answer is just right around the corner. Absolutely. And we work through and trust God. That's what we always go back to, that God has promised us that he will never leave us. Nor Will he ever forsake us? Amen. And that's a factor that, as I look at situations in life, the problems we face, I have to remind myself, God has promised to never leave us. Amen. And so whatever it is that I'm dealing with, if I will stay with it, trust God, and not stop the growing process spiritually, then we will come out victorious and
0: have a greater faith in God. Amen. I like your comparison about um, physical growth as well as spiritual growth. And physically we grow and spiritually we can grow. But the way we grow physically is we keep feeding ourselves. Keep feeding ourselves. And so we, but we have to feed ourselves that which is beneficial to our body. And so if we want to continue to grow spiritually, we have to continue feeding ourselves that which is beneficial to our spirit. And notice that each, in each case, whether it be in Hebrews 5 or whether it be in 1 Corinthians 3, we're talking about the difference between being fed milk and being fed, as you said, solid food or strong meat. And so again, if we want to mature, we have to get off of the first principles, you know, first principles, as he said in, in Hebrews chapter six. Uh, first principles, uh, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works of faith toward God of the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands and of the resurrection of dead and eternal judgment. He says, these are the first principles. He says, we need to go beyond that. There are things that we have to learn how to do, such as love one another, even when we don't like one another. Okay? That that will stop the divisions. I know I'm about to get into a whole no, other good. broadcast. But again, spiritual maturity is acting the way Christ would act because we follow in his steps. Now, speaking of that, if we're acting as Christ would act, is spiritual maturity a matter of appearance? Does it... does 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 the way a person looks have anything to do with their maturity level? Now that
1: is from the world. (laughs) As uh, judging by the appearance, we Mm -hmm. have that tendency to do that. Again, we can look over in 2 Corinthians 11, Mm -hmm. verses uh, 13 through 15. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, Mm -hmm. transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. Mm and no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light therefore it is no great thing if his ministers are also transformed as ministers of righteousness Mm -hmm. whose end shall be according to their works I I read that and I think about the fact that I'll use the illustration at times if I'm in a room and this guy comes in and he has horns out of his head he's red he's got a pitchfork and uh got a tail and and says I'm here to lead you into the way you need to go I'm not going that way because he's the devil and I know that but if somebody comes in a room and has this appearance of a white glow Mm -hmm. with a halo over the head Mm -hmm. and says I'm here to lead you in the way you need to go Mm -hmm. spiritually I might be inclined to listen to them because I think that's an angel Mm -hmm. Satan knows that so appearance alone is not a, a sign of maturity to say, well, I can look at you and I can tell what's going on. Right. Uh, I do not know the heart. And again, uh, we at times refer to the book of Hebrews because it's such a tremendous book. Absolutely. And in the fourth chapter, verse 12, uh, the Hebrew writer says that the word of God is living. Yes, sir. And powerful. And is sharper than any two-edged sword, mm-hmm. piercing even to the division of soul and uh, spirit of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Mm -hmm. If we, going back to the physical food, must eat the right physical food to be healthy. Yes, sir. I believe we also have to eat the right spiritual food to be healthy. Absolutely. And that's the Word of God. Yes, sir. If we eat the pure Word of God, it's going to judge our thoughts and our intents. Mm -hmm. Uh, We may eat Simply because I see people in the congregation, I know they're there physically. Mm-hmm. But I do not know why they're there physically. I cannot judge their intentions. Right. But the Word of God can. Absolutely. And uh, we need to be careful that as we're looking at appearance, that simply because we have a large number does not mean that they were right with God. Amen. And we have to be able to look beyond that to recognize I mean, we get into as we mentioned this envying strife and divisions those are all from men mm-hmm. uh, I'm thinking along the fleshly lines and I need to realize you mentioned about loving one another as Christ has loved us
0: amen and how did he
1: love us you know Romans 5 uh, it reminds us that mm-hmm. while we were yes sinners sinners. Christ died for them, godly, mm-hmm. and why we were enemies mm-hmm. Christ died for us. Amen. How do we love one another? Mm-hmm. If we have a dispute Do we so many times we have what I would call church hoppers. <laughs> you know they get mad at me they go across the street and if they get mad at them they go across the street. They, they've some of them I've been places where they're they're circuit riders. <laughs> they make a complete circle around and come back and start again. Amen. You do not. You do not grow that way. Amen. You grow by working with each other, learning to love as Christ has loved us. Amen. Move beyond the appearances, and to see that as I look at a person, do I see Christ? Amen. Or do I see someone that I'm just that agitates me?
0: Well. All right, I appreciate that, David. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on because this one I I know I'm gonna step on some toes. Nobody in here, but you know, um, when we look at the pastoral epistles, first and second Timothy and Titus, the Holy Spirit is clear on what the qualifications of leaders are. Okay, Uh, so so many times though, men are selected into leadership positions such as elders or even deacons based on their business acumen or their business achievements and so they they may be capable captains of industry and so folks tend to think well if they are capable of handling worldly business certainly they're able to handle the lord's business so is spiritual maturity uh, a matter of one's outside achievements you know
1: (laughs) that's a good question i think uh when you were mentioning it, I was thinking about Moses. Amen. And in uh, Acts chapter 7, as Stephen talks about him. Mm-hmm. If you remember, Moses was brought up in Pharaoh's household. Yes, sir. And he was taught all the wisdom of the Egyptians, military strategies, and the whole thing along the line. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stephen mentions that at age 40, when Moses rose up and killed the Egyptians, he thought that the people would understand that Moses was to be the deliverer but they did not. Amen. Moses may have been skilled in all the technology of his day physically but he was not ready to lead God's people until he'd gone out into the desert <laughs> for 40 years. Amen. And the 10 sheep. That's right. Uh, then God was ready to use him. So the one physical achievements does not necessarily mean spiritual maturity Amen. or the ability to lead and to shepherd, to guide God's people. Mm-hmm. And we need to be careful that we don't fall into that category. Amen. Uh, you know, we look over, for example, in Matthew seven twenty two and 23. Mm-hmm. And many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Mm-hmm. Have we and in thy name cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works, Mm -hmm. and I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquities. That has, has to be, at least to me, it's a very sobering passage. Amen. To think that one could live their life believing that they're doing God's will according to man's understanding. There you go. And then to come to a conclusion that they never did what God asked
0: them to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I I, I love your point, and I'll I'll, I'll cap it off. Uh, Looking at Moses as an example, just because you can lord over servants doesn't mean that you're qualified to lead sheep and so that's that's a huge point point. and so it's not a matter of achievement so if it's not a matter of a person's age if it's not a matter of their achievement uh... and if it's not a matter of their appearance uh... what is a what is it a matter of let's let's talk about some some sure signs before we have to to leave uh... this this particular broadcast because i know we can stay in this point for, for, for days a long time absolutely yes. so what give give me a mark of a person that is actually spiritually mature
1: well be me- being positive under pressure cannot live life without having pressure, Amen. that's a part of life Amen. and so many times people say well, if things were only different mm-hmm. I'd be okay is yes. yes. how do you respond to the pressures that you have and how do you deal with them uh, James tells us in James 1 verses 2 through 4 brethren count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that <laughs> uh, I'd rather escape the temptations mm-hmm. than have to go through them Knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience; mm-hmm. it's working through the trials or the tribulations. Let patience have her perfect work, that you may be be perfect, entire, wanting nothing. Amen. Think about Job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love Job as an example of enduring the trials or the tribulations of life, but having that positive influence. Mm-hmm. We do not see it so much expressed by Job as we do by God right. concerning Job. Mm-hmm. Have, telling Satan, have you considered my servant Job? Right. And the one who loves good and hates evil. Mm-hmm. One who does what is right. Mm-hmm. And uh, Satan's response was, well, you've got a hedge around him. That's right. And uh, But you notice as you read through there, God never fully removed the hedge. Right. And that's the key for us today. God never removes that hedge. Absolutely. I need that. uh, 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13.
0: I need that way of escape.
1: That way of escape. God will not allow me. God is just who Mm -hmm. will not allow me to be tempted above what I'm able. But with everything will provide the way of escape. I can endure it. Amen. And so whatever it is I'm going through life. I grow. How do you build your physical body? To get muscles, mm-hmm. you have to exercise them. You have to work through the pain. Mm-hmm. That's why some of us don't do that. <laughs> uh, but you have to work through the pain to get where you want to be. Amen. And then, and the, as in the physical realm, you have to keep working to mm-hmm. maintain that spiritual health mm-hmm. or the physical health. You have to do the same thing
0: spiritually. Amen.
1: You have to keep
0: working. To have that spiritual health. And one of the things i got to work at is what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5 and verses 9. He says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. So not only do I have to be positive under pressure, but even I have to recognize other people are under pressure. And I still have to be the one to bring about peace. peace. And so, wow. Yes, <laughs> So not only am I going to be positive under pressure, not only have to recognize other people under pressure and still bring about peace, but what else do I have to do?
1: We have to keep working on that. Then Romans 12 and 18 goes along with that. Mm -hmm. That If it be possible, as much as lies in you, live peaceably with all men. You cannot live peaceably with all men at all times. Amen. But as much as lies within you, Mm -hmm. it goes back to that servant attitude. Mm -hmm. I'm to be the servant. They persecuted the master. They're going to persecute us as his followers. I have to be willing to give. Christ gave for me. Mm -hmm. He was willing to become a servant Mm -hmm. that I might reign with him eternally. Amen. Can I not give to my brother? Give in? Do I have to have my way? Uh, Then a lot of times when I've been grateful that God did not give me my way. (laughs) (laughs) That he's... You know, Again, that's where the growth comes from, mm-hmm. is being the peacemaker, is working towards it, is trying to, to realize we have the physical immaturity mm-hmm. that causes the division. We carry that
0: into the church and we need to work at removing that Absolutely. and striving for peace. And understand that it's not going to happen overnight. These problems yes. didn't develop overnight they're not going to go away overnight but we have to work at it and when we work at it recognizing that it's going to take time then that means we're going to have to be patient. You don't have to be patient. Absolutely. Woo. Can you imagine if God was not patient with us?
1: We would not be here today. <laughs> Amen. I don't think there
0: uh, would be an earth.
1: You know, no, uh, think about being patient. We live in this instant society. And mm-hmm. we, uh, we talk about privately at times the fact we have instant access to the internet. Uh, we carry around on our iPhones, iPads, whatever else it is. And mm-hmm. we're geared to that. It's hard for us to be patient. We've genetically engineered seeds to, to, for it to grow faster and all that. But we cannot stop the process of the growth. Amen. You have to have the seed. The seed has to germinate. The plant has to begin to grow. The plant has to grow. Put out its fruit mm-hmm. before we can bear it. it. Takes time. Absolutely. And we have to be patient. We want it to come immediately. We can speed the process up genetically in the physical world. Do not do
0: it spiritually. I want patience now.
1: I want it now. <laughs> uh, don't get. not make me wait. You know we have to to wait for that precious fruit to come mm-hmm. early in the latter rains. We need any rain right now. Amen. In, in our in Texas, but we need that that patience and to believe. Look at yourself. Mm -hmm. It took time. I'm glad God was patient with me, allowed me time to grow through some problems, some immaturities. Amen. And to say, can I not give that to someone else? Absolutely. Can I not be patient
0: with them? Amen. They're God's servant, not my servant. Absolutely. And see, while we're being patient and thinking about God, it's also the perfect time to talk to God to help us to be patient. To help us love our brethren as we should. So, not only are we positive and perceptive to other people's needs, not only are we peacemakers and patient, but we also have to be prayerful. Uh, and, And when we talk to God, we have to go to God humble, but also sincere. Lord, help us through these. These growing pains, help us through these tough times that we're having in our fellowship. Lord, help me to be a better man for my family, for a better man, a better man for my congregation, better man for the world in which you've placed me to be an example for your son, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, David, you know, this is another discussion that we could take another 30 minutes on, but unfortunately, time won't let us. I want to thank you again. This is Brother David McIlwain from the Cedar Hill Church of Christ. Well, the downtown Church of Christ located in Cedar Hill. Uh, and and David thank you for being on the broadcast with us
1: you're welcome Mike I always again enjoy the privilege to again just to sit down to open up the pages of God's word Amen, and let it speak to us and help us to have that humble heart that willingness to look
0: for what the Lord says and to look for according to the scriptures amen now the question is Do we have problems? Of course, we all do. But how do we handle them? Are we positive when we're under pressure? Are we sensitive to the needs of other people around us? Are we peacemakers rather than troublemakers? Are we patient as much as we are prayerful? All of these things can be a part of our personality when we grow in the grace of Jesus Christ. And we can only do that according to the scriptures. It is the scriptures of the Bible that give us the ability to become more like Jesus. Because we're commanded, as he is, so are we in this world. 1 John chapter 4, and then verse 17. Again, everything that we say is according to the scriptures. And I want to encourage you, if you're in a place that uses anything other than the Bible, you want to challenge them because your soul is at stake. So again, until we meet again, my name is Mike Crosby, encouraging you to always follow, thus saith the Lord and that will only be found in his holy scriptures. May God bless you until we meet again. Take care. We want to thank you at this time for watching our broadcast. If you would like copies of our materials on either CD or DVD, feel free to contact us at the phone number and email address at the bottom of your screen. We hope this has been very helpful for you, and if there's anything that we can do to help you in your spiritual walk, feel free to contact us. My name is Mike Crosby. May God bless you as we continue to walk according to the scriptures. Take care.